Hey everybody, welcome to Surface Level, creating a community where Black and queer folks are fearless in thought and curious at heart. I'm one of your hosts, Tony, and today Jordan, Damon, and I are discussing the good, the bad, and the ugly of social media. Has the fear of being canceled impacted the way we express our viewpoints? Is freedom of speech a right or a responsibility? This is Unpopular Opinion. All right, y'all. All right. We're going to get into some things today. Are we? <laughs> Hopefully, they don't get us canceled. Because, you know, that's what the girls like to do these days. Let us pray on it. We're going to talk about some unpopular opinions and some things like that in social media. So, but before we do that, I want to talk about some unpopular opinions with you girls mm -hmm. and see which ones you agree with. And which ones you may not agree with. Okay. So. We're going on the record. Th and this is going on the record. <laughs> this is definitely Ooh. going on the record. We will pull this back up if you ever <laughs> try and lie in the future. Let me get some water. Okay. So. Unpopular opinion. I like Kim Kardashian. No. I, no. I don't. Is that what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that how I play the game? That, that is how you play the game. Do you agree with that that unpopular opinion? I like Kim K. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I I I don't mind Kim Kardashian. I will say that. Yeah, she's grown on me. I don't care about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> unpopular opinion. Do you agree? I don't care about podcasts. Not a lot of them. But oh. I found some some a couple. Okay. Some in this one that I like. <laughs> in this one. Jordan. I like news podcasts. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I like podcasts. I like the the listening experience. So I would say that I I do like podcasts. TikTok is a waste of time. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm old. I I actually think it's there's a it's a lot. It's very involved. Um, <laughs> so at this juncture, I would agree with this unpopular opinion. Jordan, I love TikTok. Oh. TikTok is very fun. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. At this at this very moment, I love it so much more than Instagram. Ah, it's brought me so much more joy. Mm -hmm. Interesting. We we'll unpack that Do what brings at a you different joy. time. <laughs> Do what brings you joy. Yeah. People only care about activism for the likes. Ooh, I don't agree with that. Mostly, I I don't know. Let's go with no. Jordan, I don't agree with that. I think that it's sometimes Um, I think a lot of people do do for likes. But then I think that the ones like us who are, you know, have some integrity, we do we it because no integrity. <laughs> we do it because Jordan is doing it we, for the TikTok. We do it for the clout. No, <laughs> okay. TikTok in the Monogamy park. is dead. Fuck that shit. I don't agree with that. I I think in the, the queer space, I think it's kinda it's kinda dead. Kill I, it. I like to think I, it's not, but I'd killed it. All right. Let's go into the next one. Um, the idea that you should never quit or give up is kind of bad. Yeah, I think that's like... That's, you agree with that? Yeah, I think sometimes you should quit. <laughs> <laughs> I think agree. sometimes you should throw in the towel. You know what? I, I like to say, know so, when to say when. And some people don't know when to say when. Know when to leave. What yeah. they say? The party? Right. The relationship? Right. The job? Hello? Mm -hmm. That's uh, all I got. Lavish new, <laughs> lavish new Year's parties are a waste of money. 
I can't give a direct answer for that. Lavish New Year's Eve parties at these generic ass parties that charge random people all this money <laughs> is a waste of time. But if you are investing in your experience mm-hmm. with your the people you love, yeah. I think it's worth it. I think the New Year's is a great time to, you know, invest mm-hmm. in your outlook. Uh, I don't think you need a lot of money to have a good time with great people. So I'm going to go with, fuck it. I don't need to spend a bunch of money. Yeah, at this juncture in my life, I, I for the last like four or five years, I've been sitting in my house. domicile. <laughs> um, but then we might tip out, but it's not lavish. It's it's nice to start the new, bringing the new we year that way. We tried to tip out the year before last. I ended up just going back to your house. Right. We <laughs> tipped from your house to, <laughs> to mine. <your> house. <laughs> so, um, unpopular opinion. 2020 was a good year. Child. For who? No, not for me. 2020. What are we? We 20, in 2021 right now? 2021. 2020. <laughs> they black that whole the year, year of, out. The, the year of our Lord, the <laughs> pandemic. 2020. Was it a good year? It was for for me in terms of like cl- mental clarity. Yeah, I think, I think there was a lot of bad things about 2020, but I think it also brought some awareness and some good things to the forefront that it gave people an opportunity to look at. All right. So everybody is... Everybody's not suited to be a DJ. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's is that an unpopular opinion? Um, if not, if you ask all these DJs that are popping out. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Is that shade, Tony? <laughs> it's not shade. It's not shade. No shade. Slight read. <laughs> I do have one final one. Mm-hmm. Staying with your ex, well, staying friends with your exes is fine and healthy. I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know they can see you your, now. Your voice, your voice was Everybody like. Everybody watch this episode. <laughs> no, all these things have caveats. You know what I mean? Like, like who's who's the who's the who's the who's the ex? You know, no, who's the ex? Oh, okay. You know, like, oh. you know just the general. Is it just general? Yeah, it was amicable speaking. and it was you know respectful. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so today's episode is about the polarizing nature of social media, cancel culture, all the fun hot button topics that are mm-hmm. very popular right now. Um, so this being our first venture on a public platform expressing our views, opinions, um, some popular, some not so much. Um, how has the polarizing nature of social media impacted how you express yourself on the podcast? Uh, Jordan. Um, I think... With social media being so such a volatile environment <laughs> yeah. in terms of like your opinions, I think that it's made me smarter. I think that in the past it was kind of cool to just say the first thing come to your mind mm-hmm. and just sort of release it on social media. And I think that with people being a lot more, let's go with passionate on social media i think it's forcing people to take the time to do some research on what they want to talk about before Mm -hmm. they have the conversation because i think that what you realize is that your very first thought on a subject may not be how you genuinely feel about it Mm -hmm. and you might need to gain perspective to really understand you know where you stand on a topic or on an issue Mm -hmm. so i think that with social media being such a like I guess, um, just mosh pit of like (laughs) angry people (laughs) that are are very passionate about their, you know, their causes 
has forced me to be more mindful to sort of read up on things and gain perspective so that when I am having, when I am sharing my opinion, it's an informed opinion. Mm -hmm. And if it is something that's unpopular, I'm at least, I'm at least giving some thought to like why I don't agree with, you know, the majority. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because I, I do think that there's a bandwagon mentality when it comes to public opinion and people people see what other people are agreeing with and they automatically jump on that and it's like have you taken the time to actually figure out what it is you think mm -hmm. about the situation before just tagging along and you know kind of rallying behind what everyone else is doing but i think in terms of my own perspective and approach to um, like doing this podcast and expressing my opinion. I, I like to think that I don't do what doesn't feel good for me. Mm -hmm. And if I have an opinion about something, I think that is, it's healthy to have discourse. Mm -hmm. If I don't agree, I think that opens the door for conversation. We can't all just be agreeing. And then next thing you know, like there's no, there's no growth. There's no conversations being had. Um, no one is learning anything about one another. Uh, but I do think that as soon as you open your mouth, there's going to be 50% of people who may agree with what you're saying. And then the other half are, you know, against or disagree with what you're saying. And that's the risk that you take when you jump out on the ledge and, mm -hmm. you know, insert, like in, enter the chat with, <laughs> with your um, opinion. And so I think, and also... With that being said, when it comes to cancel culture, it's getting out of hand. So, I want to read you guys something. Bear with me. Jesus. All right, you got a you got a you got a quote for us, or what's I, this though? I got a. We need to add. Like I got a, a quote. We need to add a graphic to this. So, <laughs> listen, listen. It's like a segment. There was something I read called. Well, it spoke about the spiral of silence, and that kind of that kind of is like people are just being silent about what they really believe. So it says sixty-two percent of Americans say that especially in this political climate, that it prevents them from saying what they actually believe. And I think that's true. Like people are kind of sitting in silence and spiraling in silence when they actually think one thing, they're, they're not going on social media to, you know, express it, pro proclaim their real actual thoughts mm -hmm. out of fear. Um, but I think that's what we, we, America kind of woke up to that, the insurrection. You know, all well, I think that's what you were trying to get at. Like you, you share an opinion and there's a possibility that, you know, half of the people are going to agree that half, half the people won't agree, but the people who are the loudest yeah, are the people who don't agree with you. Correct. Not all the time, obviously. A lot of times. But you know, a lot of times, um, because social media is a platform for you to go and correct people and air out your grievances. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's not really reaffirming to people. Um, if they share a perspective that's unpopular right. and then all they're hearing is backlash backlash it's sort of you know it's just like it's human nature it's psychology you you do an action you have negative reinforcement you're less likely to do the action again and i'm not always sure that um silencing people is always the right thing Obviously, there are some things where it's just like clear cut, like this is wrong. Right. You need to you need to not. But I think for a lot of these other topics where it's comes down to like preference and 
um, lifestyle and mm-hmm. just sort of like morality that isn't life or death. I don't yeah. know. It gets a little bit. Um, well, I think also well, it begs the question because I think Mother O always comes in with a, a line and she says, were you, si- were you silent or were you silenced? <laughs> and I think that is that is fits right oh. into this topic. <laughs> You know, were you silent or were you silenced by the public, by public opinion? I also, th- I also think that there's nothing wrong with being silent sometimes. I think that's one of the, <laughs> that like, that's one of the issues with social media. Everybody has a microphone. Yep. So, and everyone feels like they have to use it. And if I'm not using my microphone, then I'm not contributing to society. Well, maybe on this topic, you should be silent and you should be researching and reading and learning and understanding and listening. How many, like, right. And like that, I think is the problem. Like we act like some, not, not, but like sometimes we act like because you're not saying something and you're not engaged in the conversation, then you're not gaining anything from it. Mm-hmm. And it's really just a whole bunch of ego, meaning that I always have to say something because I have a Twitter, or I have an Instagram, or I have a TikTok. So like, you have to know what I think about it. But like, maybe what you think about it is really ill-informed or maybe what you think about it is just you being very underexposed to a topic or to an, a, an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, yes, like we shouldn't silence individuals. And yeah, like maybe it does hurt sometimes when like you get shot down when you say something, but like. There is a level of, like, learning. And I I think going back to, like, what we were saying about how we express ourselves on the podcast, like, I think that's how I've always thought about it. It's just I'm approaching the topics or things that I feel that I'm in some way knowledgeable about Mm -hmm. with care. But if I am ever step outside of something into the place of offense or whatever it may be, I'm humble enough to, like, listen, to learn, to shut the fuck up and maybe think about something from a different perspective. I think that's been the premise of what we've been trying to do on this show, like really analyzing and understanding, like, how do we think about something? Is that true? To Jordan's point, is that truly how I feel? And how do I want to adjust it? And not just be like, this is our platform. I'm just going to say a bunch of shit. Like, that's not what we yeah. do. And that's, that, that's, I don't know. I think one of the good things about what our, plat- our platform's doing. Yeah. I mean, people are sitting on ready to listen, to respond. Right. <laughs> Um, as opposed to listening to understand. Mm-hmm. And like you said, every, with everyone having that microphone, social media is a big amplification of mm-hmm. like, of it's kind of, it's diarrhea of the mouth um, <laughs> for a lot of folks. And that's the world we live in. It's really, it's really tough. And that's why sometimes the girls take their breaks from it because <laughs> it can be very, that's exhausting. when you silence the girls. <laughs> Hello. Were you silenced? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, speaking of um, being silenced and being silent and knowing when to be quiet, um, I want to talk about how social media platforms are constantly under fire um, for censoring their platform Mm -hmm. um, and making sure that offensive content and offensive users are being um, either blocked, shadow banned, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of organizations are calling for these social media platforms to do that so that they can create a safer environment for the users on the platform. Um, what are your thoughts on freedom of speech? Do we feel like it's a right? Do we feel like it's a responsibility? Mm. Uh, Tony? Um, well, it's in the uh, Bill Constitu- of Rights. Constitution. <laughs> 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 I know that's right. It's in the Bill of Constitutions <laughs> that you have the right to remain silent. Remain silent. 
you also have the freedom to, you know, yeah, say it like you mean it. I think, uh, I don't know. It's 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 a little iffy for me because, like, yes, you have the right to say what you want to say, but you also had the right to get your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't see, I didn't see that going there. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody want to, why they see like you? You can say what you want, but. It, at what cost and to what end, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you face the music um, <laughs> or the beatdown. Uh, you know, depending on what you say. When you think about people like Wendy Williams and stuff like this, all of these personalities that say very polarizing things, and they're they're still alive and well. But it, it's it's I mean, it's part of how they make their money. Um, but I do I think that when it comes to like celebrities, they have this platform. And they have the freedom to say what they want to say. But I think there's a level of responsibility that comes with it, even though they may not take it so seriously. But mm-hmm. I think people are realizing now you say something and it could really affect your livelihood. So I'm talking about like the baby. Like you say something, you say something and your whole like literally music festival after music festival after concert after concert was just being snatched. All these things snatch, snatch, snatch. It changes in an instant. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when you think about people like Dave Chappelle and his his special was very polarizing um, and he he's, says what he wants to say and it sparks conversation and I think it's healthy dialogue. I think he did it with an, with an intention and a goal. Um, but, you know, <laughs> he did he did it with an intention and a goal. And I think he 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 accomplished his own personal goal, at least. Mm. And now and it sparked so much conversation at what cost, um, but at what cost? Right. It's very de- it can be very detrimental. And I think for us regular civilians, you know, even though what you call it a regular civilian, you I'm a star nigga. Yeah, you. That's what the scripture said. That's what it said. I'm gonna let you have that. Um, I do think that even though you may not be a celebrity, you know, you may not have all these thousands and millions of followers. I think words matter, and what comes out of your mouth will still get heard by those around you. And we still, I think, there needs to be a level of care with what you say and like Damon was saying earlier like do some research read a book read an article read something before you just start spewing ill-informed dogma oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's how i mean that's how i feel about it yeah. like there's a there's a right but there's also a responsibility yeah i think it's okay so i kind of have a two-part answer it's a right. And I think I was having a discussion with a friend earlier this week about this sparked by the Dave Chappelle thing. Um, and the right within America to free speech is unique. You're not going to Russia talking whatever you want to do. Not, you can't do that in China. You can't like right, in right. certain countries, there is censorship and laws. And you can't speak out against the government. So it is one of the best freedoms that we have. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that when you start to like carve it out, it becomes, okay, well, this side thinks you shouldn't say that. And then this side thinks you should say that. And then you get into this weird slippery slope. So like, I absolutely think it's a right. The part that I have concern around is that right was written into law hundreds of years ago. And now we're talking about the same right in a time when one person can have a platform of millions of people versus one person yelling in the town square. Yeah. 
saying whatever you want to say in the town square is do is doing a lot less and going a lot less <laughs> further than. Like, you, you see that crazy you man? See that, I, 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 I literally. Did you see Alexander Hamilton hollering in the street? I'm again? picturing the West town, World. the town square. I see Westworld. It's very small. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it's like Alexander Hamilton. It, well, I mean, I guess that kind of that sparked the whole country. But I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point being, like, there has to be some level of difference in how we approach that conversation, how and how we think about it, because a Netflix special or a yep. Twitter platform with millions of people can do real world harm to vulnerable groups of people. Yeah. So then, the the weird part becomes: okay, how do you protect? the freedom to say whatever you want to say in this country while also protecting the effects that it can have on on people in their daily lives. Right. And that to me is the balance that becomes very very hard because that's you, what I was doing you, right, right you can't say with <laughs> you was leveling I was I was leveling you were leveling, playing level up just, just here. Balancing it. Uh, because Balance, you you yeah. can't like you don't <laughs> want to carve out freedom of speech but you can't in the same breath say that oh well the violence it may cause to trans people is okay. And how how do you attack both things at the same time it's really, i'll admit i don't have the fucking answer that's another so thing people don't do say they don't have the damn answer hard one. um but i don't know that's that's a tough it's one. a hard one because it's also like i feel like it's just specifically about that mm-hmm. um being a comic and doing and being a comedian it really is like it's washed now you can't talk about you can still be funny as hell but like they used to be racy and like you go to shows and you're you kind of expect it i'm also like you you can also not support and watch the content because um, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just like, don't watch it. Don't turn it off. Like decide and choose not to even be bothered with it. Um, and I think like for Dave Chappelle specifically, I haven't watched any of the Netflix shows. Like mm-hmm. since the first one where he started spewing all the homophobic, and, like I was like, I don't want to participate in this. So I'm not going to support it. Right. But like then my question became to, again, I was having the conversation earlier this week. Mm-hmm. What does that do for the group of people that do watch it that are influenced by him that mm-hmm. may do harm to said vulnerable group of people. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like me not watching it doesn't fix that issue. And that's the thing that like, I don't it's know. hard. It's like, right. Cause nothing's, there's nothing that can really like this. come in and save the day and like fix it and make sure, make it so that you can have your freedom of speech and you, but you also can't, discriminate and flame crazy people to right on something that's going to be watched by millions of people around the world i mean i for one i mean speaking about unpopular opinions i watched the most recent dave Chappelle stand-up um on netflix and i personally didn't understand the the backlash mm-hmm. um i think that he made some off-color jokes as a lot of comedians do but I think that his overarching story was one of inclusion, ironically. Um, but I'm not going to like dive all the way into that. I want to yeah. answer the question. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's absolutely a right. Um, the freedom to speech is absolutely a right. I never want to see us become a society where people literally cannot say things in fear for their livelihood for speaking their mind. Um, and mm-hmm. I know that comes with a lot of consequences, right? Yeah. That comes with a lot of people who have the ability and the freedom to spew hate speech. And while I disagree with that, and I think that it's gross to use your platform to spew hate speech, 
Um, I think that in order for us to evolve as a society, I think that we need to constantly be having conversations and bringing everybody along and making sure that people are learning. And I think that when you censor people and you don't, um, and you tell them you can't talk about this, it sort of limits their ability to grow. Yeah. Because now I think that we have a society where everyone's pretending that they're further along in their journey and their understanding of society than they are. So now we have to pretend like we are inclusive when you may have these thoughts that aren't so inclusive, but you can't share these thoughts. And by not sharing those thoughts, you don't have the opportunity to grow. And while I do understand that that's like a small population of people who aren't really prioritizing education, I get that. I don't think those are the, th that's not us in the room. Um, I do want to account for the people who learn through human to human interaction and the, the people in this country who are not going to read seven articles before they post a single thought. Um, and yeah, like I, I would, I would love for everyone to take that right and take a level of responsibility with it. Um, but I think that that's something that we have to make sure that we do as a society, which is like teaching more empathy and teaching more compassion and teaching more inclusion. But personally, I, I think that freedom of speech is a right. I don't want to ever see us lose it, but I think that we have to balance that right with the teaching of inclusion. And I think that when our leaders aren't doing it, it puts the entire society at a um, disadvantage. I do, however, agree with <laughs> censoring people who are inciting violence. So yes. when you think about like Trump, when he was blocked on every social media platform, like <laughs> he was rallying his supporters to like physically go out and do harm. And I think that Yes, there needs to someone needs to step in if somebody is like organizing violence, um, for sure. I don't think that that's something that us as a society should ever embrace. Absolutely, yeah. When it's in, like, when it's inciting violence, that's definitely a bridge too far. But if you're just being provocative, but you're also what's the word? Discriminating against a, a major group, minority group of folks, like. I, it's like where do you draw the line and who's the who who is responsible for drawing the line that's the hard part who's responsible for drawing yeah. the line because even you mentioned trump some people would say he's not being inciting violence a lot of people in the country are saying that right i think they're full of shit but people are <laughs> saying that um but but and now and and, and i just had like <laughs> just like <laughs> jolted for a second but like i was even thinking about like would that insurrection have happened if it wasn't such a strong shutdown of opinions from people who agree with trump like mm -hmm. and like and i i can't really like fully like say this but i'm just i'm i'm wondering if there was a little bit more patience with a difference of opinions would that have happened like i don't really know right if that would have helped but i'm just trying to understand like w at what point in the society are we going like do we decide that we're going to have the patience to sort of 
try to work through things with people who don't agree with us? And at what point are we just going to say, done, you're done. If you think this way, you are a disposable person. I don't know, because it's also like, like we can, it's like, it's, 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 stop, it's stopping or slowing down progress when the conversation has been had all like hundreds of years. Like, you know, racism is bad. Right. Period. Right. It's just like, what do you, I don't want to fucking talk to you about why racism is still bad. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm throwing you the fuck away. Like, if you want to say, like, I can't even begin to list the right. amount of racist, sexist, homophobic, like, dis it's just the amount of things and dogma and bullshit that man spewed for the last, I don't know, five, six years, however it's running in his presidency. Yeah. And like the majority of the individuals that just ignore so much of that, I'm good on talking to them. Yeah. I just, and, and the, and the, but you know what? There are some people who have the patience to do that. Mm -mm. You should do it. Not me. <laughs> I just wish that he had the responsibility. I wish he had the responsibility <laughs> to understand that. I mean, he obviously understood that he was the president of the United States. Yeah. But like when we talk about responsibility, it's like in an ideal world, <laughs> I would love for us, I, I would love for us as a society to be able to say whatever is on our mind, <laughs> but have the responsibility um, and the compassion to be open to different perspectives. Like, and I don't know what comes first, the chicken or the egg, but I just feel like people are so unopposed to like hearing the other side um yeah and Listen, the world is not ideal the world sucks what do you got here what do you recommend i don't have a recommendation that's not i'm gonna not. silence Sorry, cut his fucking mic off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you recommend but, no, when it, when it, but back to canceling people like do you think that if someone around you is still really invested in someone, you're just like, no, that person's canceled. They're dead to me. Mm -hmm. Does that become an issue for you and that person? <laughs> um, I mean, it depends. I think, look, and, and I think that Tony mentioned this earlier, but like, do what feels right for you. What I can't stand is someone who feels like they're going to cancel somebody because they're going to get canceled if they don't cancel them. You know what I mean? Like, mm. oh, well, I can't like this because if I like this, then they won't like me. I'm okay with you canceling somebody who's supporting somebody who you don't agree with, but just let that be your decision. Don't let it be a decision that was dictated to you by someone else. And I think that if everyone, me included, would be a little bit more brave to sort of own my thoughts and my feelings and sort of live in that, mm -hmm. then we could all grow a lot faster as mm -hmm. opposed to just accepting things and just sort of like, okay, well, I guess we're all canceling this. So good night. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I say cancel whoever you want to cancel. And when I say cancel, I mean like, you know, don't restrict, support. restrict the support of, of, of a yeah. person. I don't, you know, I don't believe in the, the crazy cancel culture where people are like, finding addresses and like wow, you wild. know like emailing their job well sometimes people do need to that's get their like jobs stalk, emailed that's that's but like right I'm just but like, yeah like i don't believe in that but when i'm saying cancel I me mean like don't watch the dave Chappelle mm -hmm. like show on netflix you know what i mean like that type of stuff like you do your own personal effort to not give support to something that you don't agree with so yeah yeah 
Like, so. I, don't, I don't have ownership over anyone's thoughts yeah. or opinions and what someone chooses to engage in or not to engage in, you know? But what I do think is, and what we what we like to say to mine is like, I can't be held responsible for your poor decision making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that, and that's my opinion, you know? But um, depending on the situation, I think that, yeah, if I, if I cancel someone and you're still um, actively engaging in that person's content or whatever it is that they're doing, um, you might want to be respectful and maybe we don't discuss it, you know, um, as for, if we're going to remain friends. Um, but if it's something that is really like over the deep end, like you, you are a Trump lover and supporter is giving, well, I also have the right to, um, basically remove myself. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not be, I, to be around you less. I can decide that for myself. And I think that's what you're talking about when you say like restrictive support. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I think it does change the game in terms of like the dynamic but if there's ways around that you know i still want everyone to to do them but you know i think just be mindful (laughs) (laughs) yeah tread lightly (laughs) get that ass beat (laughs) (laughs) and this is where tony and i are similar and different i too believe that like what you like i have friends that don't like things that i like if I had to cancel all my friends who were barbs, God, I would have lost a lot of queer friends a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. the diff- and where Tony and I are different is that I'm not going to tread lightly. I'm going to let you know I don't like it. I'm going to let you know I don't fuck with it. And I think you're doing some dumb shit. <laughs> oh, we yeah. And, and I'm going to let you know every time it comes up. I also have a friend who's a Again. And again. And again. A, a, a walking Twitter account. Hello. I have a friend who um, <laughs> is a, was, was a Trump supporter. And we, we've had actually very in-depth conversations about it. But also it always starts with, you know, that's some bullshit. And, that's, and, and being my friend and knowing that you believe in that, that's part of it. <laughs> and you get over it. Period. <laughs> Dot com. Well, uh, that's all the time that we have this week. This season of Surface Level is produced in partnership with Moby, mobilizing our brother's initiative. If you enjoyed this episode, let's keep the conversation going. Let us know your thoughts and questions at surfacelevelpodcast.com. And remember, stay curious.